Are you ready for the end of the world? Ha <laughs> Listen to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up! Did I already do that? Nope, not yet. Wake up! And be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Ord Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And we are here to bring you another live and exciting. Hmm. Wait. Live, local, and in your face. In whose face? All right. Um, sh- sh- let's start by telling people that it's the beginning of fall, right? Yeah, it's the beginning of fall. Well, depending on how you account for fall, but yeah. Well, it's the beginning of us falling on our face and then getting back up. The days are st- getting ready to get shorter. Yeah. <laughs> this. Why do they call it fall? <laughs> I don't um, know. I guess because the leaves are falling. Yeah. It's also called autumn. But uh, all, all the all the bounty of the food starts falling off the trees and yeah. and the, and the squashes and the pumpkins and you're walking by that apple tree and the apple falls right into your hand and you're like oh gravity okay. So today happens to be the 260th day of the year. There are only 105 days left in the year. Today, September 17th, is a Friday, and it happens to be Citizens Ship Day. I almost said Citizens, but Citizen Ship. If you're in a ship, which you should be, you're on the planet Earth, which happens to be a ship. Did you know that? Uh, Yes. Okay. Citizen Ship Day. It's also Constitution Day and Pledge Across America, National POWMIA Recognition Day, and Yom Kippur begins at sundown. Yes. And let's see. We also have um, on Saturday, Responsible Dog Ownership Day. That's good. If you, I, I prefer to think of them as animal companions rather than something you own, but it's a day to be responsible with your pets. No, no, I think it's the dog is responsible for their owner day. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's like the switching places with the boss day. That's pretty cool. And uh, uh, hug a greeting card, uh, writer day. I don't know if I know any greeting card writers, but if I do find any, I'll hug them. <laughs> uh, International Coastal Cleanup. Uh, let's see. International Eat an Apple Day. We were just talking about apples. And... Uh, we also just talk about Yom Kippur. It begins at sundown of the previous day and then goes to sundown of the next day. Okay, and also Independence Day in Chile. Sunday, the 19th of September, happens to be International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oi? Yeah, that wasn't, yeah, that was That's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're trying to go for British here, but. No, I think I was trying to go for Wisconsin Pirate. <laughs> Cheese pirates, stealing all the cheese. <laughs> all right, so uh, International uh, Women's E-Commerce Day. What? So, <laughs> not even sure about that one, I guess, for women getting ahead by going through e-commerce. Uh, National uh, oh, yeah. National Woman R- Wo- Road Warrior Day. Now that I'm for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you could be on your, on your motorcycle doing your day trading on your phone as you're driving down the highway. Uh, it's also the... Uh, Respect for the Age Day in Japan. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. 
Next Tuesday happens to be UN International Day of Peace, the UN opening of General Assembly, World's World. I forgot what it is. No, I'm just kidding. Alzheimer's Day. Um, next Monday is World Alzheimer's Day. If you don't remember, um, you might have it. I mean, it is also Independence Day for Armenia, Belize, and Malta. I like celebrating Independence Days from all over the world. Yes, and we also have coming up on Wednesday uh, the uh, American Business Women's Day. A lot of women's holidays coming up at this time. Uh, the autumnal equinox. We were just talking about that. Fall is beginning for us here in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, in the Southern Hemisphere, though, it's completely different. Their seasons are in a different order than ours. It would be spring or summer? Yeah, it would be spring. <laughs> Start of spring now for them, which is exciting. So, uh, yeah, Dear Diary Day. That's, that's interesting because I actually might be writing in my – restarting my journal. So that will be a good opportunity to do so. Uh, so let's see. Whoops. Lost my place on the page there. Oh, this is a good one. Hobbit Day. So you can celebrate all the hobbits in your day. And the International Day of Radiant Peace. Well, there was the International Day of Peace a few days before. Yeah. Now it's Radiant Peace. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> once you achieve peace, then you achieve Radiant Peace. Yeah, you radiate it out and bring peace into the rest of the world. Whoa, okay. Yeah, it's also uh, Maybone, the Wiccan holiday associated with the autumn equinox. So a lot of good holidays coming up. Oh, and we just like we mentioned, spring begins in the Southern Hemisphere. Well, in um, honor of spring in the Southern Hemisphere, it's the anniversary of the ice cream cone. Oh. Well, it's the birthday of the ice cream cone. Yeah. I, like, who who chooses? Uh, okay, I invent this cone. Now I need to come up with a birthday for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm surprised it didn't happen in, like, summer. You know, you'd think they'd invent it in summer. Like, oh, we need a new way to eat our ice cream. Maybe there was a time they had the leftover ice cream, and they're like, all right, we need some trick to get people to eat it. Now it's not hot out. I actually enjoy eating ice cream more in the winter because you can take your time. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> but your lips might freeze together and then you don't taste it so much. But, you know, you can take your time enjoying the ice cream. Yeah, whereas in the summer it's a race against time. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, Independence Day in Mali and then the Moon Festival in China. Okay, let's see Coming up on Thursday, we've got Celebrate Bisexuality Day. It's also uh, Checkers Day, and it's the Harvest Moon. Uh, moon, they're falling pretty close to the equinox. Uh, let's see. It's also, what is it, Energize Day? Oh, I read that correctly. What is, I wonder what Energize Day. It's, it's inner, instead of Energize, probably like your inner, I don't know. Energize, <laughs> like maybe a day to meditate and, you know, find your energy within yourself. Yeah, because if you energize, it's like being an outgoing. I'm very energetic. Maybe if you energize, you become peaceful and energetic inside. Yes. I don't know. We're just making stuff up, so. Yeah. But we're pretty smart, so. <laughs> Educated guess. Um, in honor of the Moon Festival in China... There is going to be for Rice and Spice tonight at the International Slow Food Dinner at 6 p.m. This week we are cooking Chinese food with Jerry Zhou. Just what is slow food? Well, you know what fast food is, right? Well, at a slow food dinner, people meet and cook, taking their time to enjoy the company and savor the meal. So this, this series is every Friday. 
Last week was um, Pakistani in honor of Eid, the you know the last day of Ramadan, and so now we're doing uh, Chinese food in honor of the Moon Festival. And so, if you would like to come and enjoy the food, and well, enjoy the food, <laughs> and I personally like it better than just enjoying the food, learning how to cook the food. So, yeah. Yeah, that's part of the fun is the whole process, and that's part of the slow food aspect, cooking the food as well. So let's see. We've also got one of our favorite happenings here, the Farmer's Market. It's going on, as usual, on Saturday from 8 a.m. to noon at the West Town Mall parking lot. That's over on the west side of town, just past Murdale. And I think this is the time of the year that you stock up on your winter goodies. I mean, you have all the fall goodies coming out now. Apples and pumpkins and squashes, all these things that stick around for a really long time. So you want to get like a bushel of each one. Now, um, if you don't like zucchini, don't get a bushel of zucchini. But if you like zucchini bread, get a bushel of zucchini. You know, it's... So. Yeah. Let's see, um... Saturday at noon, the Vigil for Peace at the Town Square Pavilion. This happens to be a happening town. If you would like your happenings to make it into our happenings, you must email us at info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Or you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. I recommend both. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and another happening, the Green Earth uh, Carbondale Workday. It's coming up on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. over at the Piles Fork Creek. Uh, they're doing trail building. You can help them construct the new day-use trail at the Piles Fork Creek Preserve. Uh, it's going to include bl- brush clearing, footbridge building, and so on. They suggest you wear long pants and appropriate shoes for walking in the woods. They're going to have tools, but anyone uh, with uh, chainsaws is asked to bring them. They're also going to have snacks and water. You can yeah. If you don't bring a chainsaw, you no snack. <laughs> or yes. maybe if you do bring a chainsaw, you get a snack. Yeah. <laughs> so if you bring a chainsaw, you get an you extra. Get whatever snack. what you want. Yeah. You get dibs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're they're not actually meeting out there though. They're meeting at the Attics Park uh, Parking Pavilion. And if you want more information or you want to volunteer. You can call Stephanie, the executive director, at 618-201-3774. And I wanted to mention um, that it is our membership drive. And last week, we mentioned that we had a bribe, Um, a solar-powered robot for anybody who pledged more than $20. The solar-powered robot is worth $20. And someone came in right after the show and pledged actually $100. And so um, I will bring that and reiterate that, um, what is it called? Bribe. Uh, bribe. Yeah, so if you would like to support our show, um, and we bribe you to support our show, does that mean you really support our show? Uh, sure it does. It just means you're a wise uh, economic investor. <laughs> you choose the right time in which to, to join and become a member of WDBX. <laughs> so another cleanup is the Crab Orchard National Wildlife Refuge cleanup. Saturday, September 18th from 8 till 12. This is Prairie Creek area, which is just 1.5 miles west of John A. Logan on the south side of Route 13. This event is located, again, at the Prairie Creek Recreation Area. 
and um, you, you should contact the visitor center at 618-998-5933 to pre-register because, well, you get yourself some goodies. The first 100 registered volunteers will receive a free gift. They do also have a t-shirt contest. Um, if you want to enter the t-shirt contest, you probably should check out the website, friendsofconwr.com. So, and that's Friends of Crab Orchard National Wildlife Refuge. So, Yeah, so it's an acronym. Oh, let's see. We also have the Art of Living course. Uh, they, we mentioned that earlier, and now we've got the course itself is happening. Uh, come, the first part is today at uh, 6.30 to 9.30 p.m., and then the second part is Saturday and Sunday uh, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can experience life fully uh, and take the first step with the Art of Living course. This is a workshop that uh, promises to transform the quality of your life radically. It has uh, release from stress, uh, skills to handle negative emotions and difficult situations, uh, health and insight into one's mind, increased creativity and focus, and improved interpersonal relationships at home and at work. guess that's why they've got a weekend event for it, is it's going to take a while to work on all those areas. But they've got something for all of that. So for more information on that, you can call 618-559-1641, or you can email them at carbonale.aol at gmail.com. Another great event workshop series that's coming up, Introduction to Environmental Ethics. This is a new fall course that starts September 26th, 22nd. September 26th and 22nd are two different dates. September 22nd at 7 p.m. This course examines several approaches to environmental ethics, e.g. social ecology, deep ecology, ecofeminism, etc., given by a marvelous teacher who knows his stuff. He is a local community activist, poet, author of Revolution of One, a guidebook, and a radio talk show host. You should call Gaia House or Michael at 618-529-1166 to learn more about this nine-week course, which starts September 22nd. Do we have any more happenings? We have one more. Um, yeah, we've got one more. And also, uh, don't we still have a course coming up to you at a uh, solar beginners class? Um, solar, oh, yeah. yeah, solar beginners class didn't make it on the list. It's coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, the uh, what's the date? The eighteenth. Then <laughs> <laughs> already forgetting what day it is. <laughs> um, I will be teaching a class at John A. Logan um, called Solar Knowledge for Beginners, and yes. it's a one day, all day, and it is. Um, very basic, but goes very in depth if people desire it. I mean, you—it's amazing how much stuff you can learn in one day. Yeah, yeah. It's basically if you're still new to the topic, you can come and start at that level. But then there's so much to talk about that you can spend the whole day learning. And so that's coming up tomorrow, and people can still register for that through Johnny Logan, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Um, I want to spread the news about an amazing first-time event, the Sustainable Living Expo that will take place at the University of Illinois Dixon Springs Ag Center on October 8th and 9th. The 2010 Expo Committee has cooked up a delicious feast of programming that will appeal to many 
interests, including yours. Um, I forget the tagline, but it's like Victory Garden meets um, Country Boy Can Survive, something like that. Um, if you would like more information about this, there is posters, and they are asking people to register online for the Saturday event. So, you know, have a better idea how many people are coming. Um, the website is shawneerc.org slash expo. Um, I do have a link from shawneeenergyfest.org that is a little easier to remember, shawneeenergyfest.org. And that is coming up October 8th and 9th. So this is a repeat. There is a section in it of the Shawnee Energy Fest. There's four tracks. So the Shiny Energy Fest is part of it. All right, I think we've got time for one more. Uh, Illinois Native Plant Society, meeting and presentation. Uh, I like encouraging people to learn about native plants, so this is a good one. It's uh, Tuesday, September 21st, from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's at the Life Sciences 2 building, uh, room 453 on the SIU campus in Carbondale, Illinois. They're going to be talking about Illinois prairies, past, present, and future. Uh, so once again, 6.30 p.m., Life Sciences 2, room 453. We'll be right back with some news. Da, 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 da. Are you ready for the end of the world? Oh, wait. That was the beginning of the show. Um, do you like our show? I was talking to you. Yes, I think so. Yes. <laughs> so, I have fun. <laughs> um, I like this show. Um, do you like this radio station? Oh, yes. I really like this radio station. These are not theoretical questions. If you like our show, if you like this radio station, you must help and keep us on the air. And the only way to do that is, well... Give us money. That's the truth. And um, if you would like to do that, please give us a call, 618-457-3691. And we will keep this station on the air. Yes. You can help make it happen. All right. Sweet surprise indeed. <laughs> high, st- high fructose corn syrup. You ever heard of it? Oh, no, I never heard of that. What's that stuff? Um, consumers turning against your project will just change its name on ingredients list. Boy, boy, must the li- my line high fructose corn syrup and say hello, sweetly natural corn sugar. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah, they've got a campaign to change the name of high fructose corn syrup to corn sugar. Not a big fan of that. Hmm. Okay, so let's see. We can go on to another one then. Habitat Violator. Jack DeCoster may be secretly the largest U.S. chick magnate. 
chick magnet. Yes. So uh, let's see. Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. By the standards of the U.S. egg industry, Jack DeCoster looks at first glance like a relatively small player. But when you follow the industry's tangled ownership chain, then famous factory farmer merges as the rooster of the hen yard. Do you know who Jack DeCoster is? He's the owner of that company that, well, they just had like a half a billion eggs recalled because, well, they were killing people. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, that was from the salmonella outbreak, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you pack all of the an- oops, when you pack all the animals into factory farm conditions. Um if you would like we actually have a lot more stuff than we end up talking about on the show. I mean, if you would like to well, read it, see the pictures, see the stuff we talk about, the easiest thing to do is get on our mailing list. What we do is we, you know, put this show together and then we read from it and hope we get in most of the stuff when we talk about it. But that doesn't always happen. Um, if you would like to, you know, get all the stuff, we can email it to you. You must email us info at yourcommunityspirit.org and guess what? We will email it to you. If you would really like to talk to us um do you like the show i asked that already but if you would like to listen to the show on a time when we're not on the air we also do podcast it and and i don't know the other word but it's actually on our website our what is our website well our website happens to be yourcommunityspirit.org all right i'll read it a thick layer of oil discovered on the Gulf of Mexico's seafloor. This story, this story is far from over. The bad news about the BP oil spill ain't over. That's right. Researchers have taken soil samples from the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico and discovered that a lot of the oil that some thought had evaporated or dispersed. What? They actually thought that? That it's just going to disappear? Well, it's settled on the bottom of the seafloor. Sadly... Samples taken by the science vessel Oceanus show that the oil can be found for dozens of miles in all directions around the busted well location. Um, We got this information from NPR. If you would like to read the whole thing again, please, well, email us. All right, uh, so let's see. Our next story... Go through the roof. White House won't put solar on it, but we will. (laughs) The Obama administration didn't commit to putting solar panels back on the White House. That's too bad. But it's also a great reminder of who the real leaders in this country are. The president can't climb up on the roof and hammer in some solar panels. Uh, Clearly, other people can push him to do so. So that's... I, I do kind of like that attitude, because on the one hand, it is good if he were to actually set an example for the rest of the country and use solar. But if he doesn't, that's our chance to step up and do it. Well, I mean, it's just pretty amazing that the leader of our country refuses to put, you know, solar on his own house. I mean, he says he's pro-renewables. Yeah. And the the White House has issued a lot of press after this event. 
which just happened a couple days ago, a group went there, a group of actual um, students who had traveled the country and got over 40,000 signatures and then went to the White House and basically, you know, um, Carter had put a solar panel on the roof. Reagan had taken it off. Yeah. And the students tracked down the old solar panels and they brought one of them to the White House to say, will you put this up? And it's not even cost them a dime. Yeah, there are like – They're already there. They've got the panel. <laughs> well, there's dozens of companies that are willing to install it for free. I mean it's publicity. Yeah. You know, so um, it wouldn't even cost the White House a dime. And they actually said um, it wasn't exactly no, but it was like not even we'll think about it. <laughs> you know, I mean – and – Realistically, you couldn't put it right on the White House because, you know, Homeland Security, they have to put all kinds of stuff on the top to protect the – Yeah, they probably you, have a cruise missile right on the top. Uh, yeah, who knows what they've got up there. But you but got, they got acres, acres. Yeah, they've got acres. You could put it in the Rose Garden. You could put it out on the lawn if you had to. You know, you could put it anywhere on the property. So here's one. We've actually mentioned this at some point, but we've got it in the news again. Uh, China overtakes U.S. as the best country for green investors. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's the, the title of this one is Red Sea Green Opportunities. <laughs> so China overtakes U.S. as best country for green investors. Um, yeah, we actually talked about this as something that was coming up. I remember there was a story about how they were starting to, uh, but now they have. They're, China has overtaken the United States as the most attractive place for green tech investment. Quote, China's steady rise to poor position has been underpinned by strong and consistent government support for renewable energy. So, yeah, a little perspective there. I mean, they, they also have more, more people, but they, you know, they, they actually have a government that is doing something about renewables, <laughs> which is so, sort of ironic. Well, this, the special ironic part is, of course, they are not exporting the green jobs to us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's that's one of the ironies too, is because when we create green jobs programs, we often have, you know, we d- we don't necessarily specify that the panels are coming from the U.S., which we could do, <laughs> but they're creating the jobs there. There ought to be a law. That's right. Congress is back, but can it really pass a renewable electrical standard? What that means is a certain percentage of our renewable energy, of our electricity should be renewable energy. Certainly there's something like 42 states, I want to say, that have renewable energy standards, but there is no federal renewable energy standard. Um, If you would like to read this very in-depth article, um, again... Please email us, info at yourcommunityspirit.org, and we will put you on our mailing list. Yeah, all right, let's see. Do we have uh, time for maybe another headline? Well, I wanted to mention, we've been acting... Should we let them in on the secret? No, well, <laughs> let's do one more headline. Let's do one more headline. I want you to read that one. Yeah. <laughs> Fairweather Foodies. Uh, do you have the cojones to really change the food oh, system? Oh, you, you have to change it. Huh? You, <laughs> couldn't, you couldn't say it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You watched Food Inc. with your mouth aghast. Uh, you own a few cookbooks. Uh, you go out to that hot new restaurant with the tattooed chef who's putting on a whole animal, nose-to-tail, pricey special dinner. You bliss out on highfalutin pork rinds, braised pig feet, rustic pate, and porchetta. 
Uh, later that weekend, you nibble on small bites as you stroll down the city. You basically go through a whole routine of, you know, having fun at the foodie festival, but then Monday through Friday, you order pizza, buy some frozen chicken at, at Costco or, you know, big chains. So basically, you know, are you one of these people who the local food approach is a weekend thing, something you do on a special occasion, or is it something that you want to do to change the entire food system? Because, you know, it is good if you occasionally eat local food and, you know, go to a local foods event. But what will really create change is changing entire food systems. And this is a very detailed um, report on whether you have the balls to really change the food system. And, again, if you would like to read this complete report, please email info at yourcommunityspirit.org. And... Um, there's just so much information we have a hard time talking about all of it. So, do we have anything else to talk about? Um, let's see. Could get another headline in there, maybe. No, I think that's all the headlines for now. We can well, mention well, our secret. Oh yeah, the biggest headline is yes. Wh- where are you actually right at this moment? Right now, at this moment, I am uh, either in uh, in Portland, Oregon, or on my way. I'm probably not in Portland yet, but I'm probably in Oregon. Because I'm traveling to the Superheroes Anonymous 4 conference going on there this weekend. And I am um, driving back from powering uh, Sierra Club, um, Kicking Coal's Ash uh, <laughs> conference. Um, well, it's a rally to get people to um, do public comments at the EPA's um, public comment hearing. And that was actually yesterday. Um, when I say yesterday, that's because I'm acting like right now I'm at the show and we're live, but we actually pre-recorded this. Um, what day is today? Tuesday. Yes. So. We pre-recorded it Tuesday. And through the magic of space and time and radio, we're coming to you. And we're acting like we're, you know, right now live yeah. um, on Friday, right? Yeah. That's why I botched the uh, the date at one point. I was like, <laughs> what's, what's the date again today? <laughs> so um, we will see you again. I think we're, I think we're um, about done with the show. Yes, we're done with the show, and I'll be back here on the radio next week, in live and in person next time. Remember, it is fall. It is time to get out and have some fun.